So today we're talking about balancing life and agency ownership. And my guest and very good friend is Sharad Bhavnani, also known as DJ Sharad. He is the CEO and co-founder of DJ USA in New York. And DJ USA is a talent and event production company working with within the experiential marketing world. But I'll let Sharad, I'll let you kind of take it from there and talk a little bit more about DJ USA. Absolutely. What's up, Kelly? What's going on? Amazing to finally be on your episode. I know this is a long time coming, so I'm happy to be here. Uh, yeah, so DJ USA is a company I founded um, 13, 14 years ago now. And we are actually a talent. We started as a talent agency and then sort of evolved into a complete um, turnkey production agency working within many sectors of entertainment. Um, but specifically in the last few years, we've really been uh, building our business within the experiential world and, and really been focused on selling our talent and our, our services within that world. Uh, and then we even dive into it deeper and there's a certain market that we're in, which is footwear and uh, entertainment footwear. Very cool. Can you, actually, can you talk a little bit about um, one of the most recent projects with uh, Adidas? I know that was a really great project that you guys handled. Um, you're talking about the, the community effort we did yeah. with the yeah, absolutely. So I work a lot with Adidas, so it's hard because there's a recent project. Like every week, there's a recent project, but but that particular project was amazing. Uh, it was an experiential um, play in terms of from an Adidas perspective. They wanted to touch the community. Uh, they wanted to give back to the community, uh, specifically inner city underprivileged youth. So we built pop up barber shops within retail shops that carry Adidas product uh, to give the consumer. Uh, an experience that they couldn't get anywhere else, which is right before back to school. So we ended up um, building these amazing barbershops, bringing in artists, bringing in DJs, bringing in food and beverage, photo booths, and just giving really kids in the hood um, an experience that no one would think to give them. And it, it was something that was really special. We did it in 16 cities uh, over the course of 21 days. Uh, we had a tight turnaround to do it, and they gave us the project uh, they gave us a seven-day lead time to put this project together. So it was, it was tough, and we got it done, and there was a lot going on at the time to do it. So, you know, it was, it was tough to balance uh, everything, but but we managed. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and I love the video about it. You know, it just really it made you feel like you were there, and just the look on the kids' faces was just unbelievable. So that had to be super rewarding for you. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It, um, it, it actually helped me define where we want to go, which is, you know, doing things touching projects that not only generate revenue, but doing projects that impact society, uh, push culture forward, uh, and leave a lasting impression on people, uh, rather than just being a revenue-driven company, which we were for so long, like it was always about sales and numbers. And you know, once you reach a certain point in your career, Sales and numbers will always matter, and, and the growth of your business will always matter, but you start looking at the bigger picture, and that's leaving a legacy, um, you know, and, and, and having projects that people will talk about and remember forever. Yeah, and I will definitely remember that one forever. Um, but this is a great segue, actually, because we're talking about the kids. You were recently blessed with your second child. Um, so, you know, I just want to kind of dive into this balancing conversation, you know, having uh, a new baby in the household, like how did that change your life at home? Well, I had one, we had one already. Yep. 
And um, that obviously was the first blessing, and it was amazing. Um, but having two, it actually becomes exponentially harder. It's not that it's the, 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 it doesn't just get hard. It gets much harder because you learn, you have to learn how to value your most important asset. And to me, that's time. And you have to learn how to figure out how to get everything done in a timely fashion. And for us, that was, it's always been a challenge and it continues to be a challenge and it's a challenge we have to work on all the time. Um, but, um, it, it's something that I work on daily. It's, it's not something that you work on today and forget about tomorrow. Every day is a challenge and every day you have to work at, at family life. You have to work at the balance. I have to go to work. I have to be dad when I get home. I have to give my son a bath. I have to feed my daughter. I have to put, put numbers on the board at work. I have to go DJ in Mexico today and in Toronto tomorrow. And how do I do all that? And it's just about, I think, I think the biggest thing that I got get out of out of um, balance is putting the right people around me and having a good team. And many owners will agree with that. that if, if you can find the right team and build the right culture within your within your team, and you know, kind of educate and influence your team um, to do the right thing, then you should be okay. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah. And you had told me one time that you and your wife set up this really great, like um, shared Google calendar system. We were on a conference call like a few weeks ago and you got a, an invitation to like your daughter's ear piercing, which I thought was awesome. And then you forwarded it to me. <laughs> Absolutely. We get, I, I mean, that's the only way at this point. I mean, cause everything takes up time and everyone has to be everywhere at once. So how do you possibly do that? And you know, I, my wife is she comes from corporate america she's she's about the calendar life and scheduling and i wasn't about that life and over time as my business grew and as personal priorities uh became bigger and bigger yeah you have to learn how to how to schedule things out and calendars are the way to do it for us it just works you know so i'll get a, a message on nisha's zumba appointment okay cool i know she's at zumba what else does that mean well someone has to be at home all right, let's figure that part out. Okay, if Nisha's saying I'm locking in this Zumba time, okay, then what am I doing? If I say I have a client meeting, cool. Where are my two-year-old and my nine-month-old going? Right. We got to figure it out. So if I get that Zumba appointment before she sees my client meeting, well, she beat me to it. So now I have to figure out how it's in my calendar and it's, it's as important. Her Zumba is as important to me as it is to her, if that makes sense. Yeah, that, I mean, that's amazing. That makes all the sense in the world. I, I can't override that appointment. Okay. So, you know, and ultimately our children have to be looked after. So, right. so aside from the Google Calendar, um, what are some other, like, I guess you could call them, like, life hacks that you guys have figured out that just make your lives run a little bit more efficiently so that you can actually, you know, run DJ USA and, and some of the other companies that you own? Uh, I, I think support system is huge. So for us, the balance is, hey, all right, Nisha wants to do certain things. I want to do certain things. Our kids have certain activities. My son has swimming. Um, we have implemented a system of teamwork across the board. Um, teamwork is at work with me. Um, there's a team that does everything. There's always more than one set of eyes and one set of hands that looks at something. And then that same method applies to home and the team for us and I, this could be for anyone this for us it's okay myself there's two children who can't do anything for themselves so we have to fend for them right and then there's me and Nisha so it's two and two 
right? But then we also have, I've implemented my mother. She lives four blocks away. Mom is in-house. Dad is in-house. There's someone there. If mom, dad, Nisha, and Sharad have something to do, we have outside help. And, you know, that costs money. And that's a relationship. And now that's trust and figuring that out. But we balance it and we make it work. And then we make time for things. So I'll carve out certain time weeks in advance to say, no work. I'm going on a family vacation or this day for these hours, that's me and my son's time or this time me and Nisha have to go out to dinner and no one can bother us. And, and obviously if emergencies arise, that's one thing. But for the most part, it's all about scheduling. And I can't stress it enough. It's about valuing your time. And in every decision you make, you have a decision to go left or right, right? You have a decision to do something. Yeah. I just make a decision that, that, protects my time and puts my time at the absolute highest value possible. Yeah. Yeah. And time, time is the absolute most valuable thing I have. It's way more valuable than money. It's more valuable than any tangible good that you can feel. Uh, and if you value your time and you cherish your time, then you will not waste it. Right. And when you don't waste your time, you can be highly, I mean, you're an efficiency monger, right? So <laughs> You know it well. Everything's scheduled for you. I think that's why we get along so well. Because yeah. you're, even though you you canceled multiple times, <laughs> I'm okay with Re- it. rescheduled. Yeah, I had a backup. I always have a backup plan too. There's always something I can do. Right, I know. Um, so you know, you're a, you're a pretty spiritual guy as well. One time, you told me this great story about how you and Sean meditate at night, and you just kind of sit there and you make him, you know, kind of do the OM with you. And I thought that was amazing. I mean, you're teaching him well beyond just the spirituality. You're teaching him a lot more than that. Um, but I'm just kind of wondering, like, how does that part of your life sort of influence um, the way that you run and manage um, and own an agency? Um, I think it's important. Uh, self-awareness is really, really important. Uh, giving yourself time, uh, is extremely important and giving yourself time means reflecting, uh, just thinking about your day or waking up in the morning and thinking about being thankful. You know, when I wake up in the morning, before I brush my teeth, before I get out of bed, I just thank God that God gave me another day. Uh, so I, I instill that in everyone that's around me, uh, and most importantly, my children, uh, my wife as well, you know, sometimes she'll get down and I said, well, look at all the positives we have. And so if you look at the positives around you, life is not so bad. So embrace it and take it for what it is. You know, recently I, I, I broke my foot and I've, I've been, I have this, this condition, chronic condition called tendinosis and it might require surgery. So everyone's like, oh, that sucks. You know, you have, how, how, how are you DJing? Like, oh, man, that, that really blows. And I'm like, I've got friends that have kids with cancer. Right. I've got friends with, that can't walk anymore. I've got a friend at 35 years old died of a heart attack and left his children and wife behind. So when you look at all that, then you have to be thankful. And, right. and, and part of that is just, you know, being aware of it and, and, and knowing that there's so much more. And now we live for our children. I live for my children. So anything I do is to better my kids, whether that's to give them a better lifestyle or to educate them or to teach them. I mean, you just, that's, 
just my focus now. Yeah. And even so, like breaking your foot, I mean, that might, not that it's a, a blessing in disguise, but look at all the other opportunities for things that you might be able to get done while you're sort of, you know, resting. Um, there could be things that you, I mean, I know you're an idea guy, you know, you constantly have things in your head. That could be like the downtime that you need to actually put those things in place. Yeah. One of my mentors was like, I said, look, I might have to go for surgery and it might happen in December. And he said, oh, well, good. You'll be in bed for two months. That's when you can work on your album. And I said, yeah, that, that's what I'm going to do. Yep. So. Awesome. So as we're uh, sort of wrapping up, what would be like the, you know, piece or, or a couple pieces of advice that you would give to other creative agency owners who are really struggling with this balance between living a life, actually living it and owning an agency? Because they could be at odds with one another, but I feel like you're doing a pretty good job of, of really creating a, a very nice symbiotic relationship between the two. I, I think the biggest thing that anyone should take away from this is to one prioritize, um, actually write it down. Don't just talk about it when you feel like talking about it, but write it down and say, well, what are your, write down what your priorities are. So for me, my priorities, um, are God or myself, uh, cause God is within us. Um, family, my business, and my friends. And if they don't kind of fit in my priority line, I kind of have to put it on the back burner. And when you start doing that, you'll cut the fat. You'll, you'll, you'll cut things out that just don't make sense for you or your business. And then you'll realize you actually do have time. You just have to manage it, right? And when you manage your priorities, it all kind of lines up with with each other you know when you manage the priorities your time lines up and then it's not so bad yeah yeah there was um a book that i think we might have talked about in one of the uh, goldman sachs Ten Thousand small businesses program um this book called essentialism and i ended up reading it and for me the big takeaway was whenever you're faced with a decision if it's not a definite yes it's a definite no and that really has kind of paved the way for me to make decisions. I mean, I was always pretty quick to make a decision, but for me that really helped to, you know, prioritize exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if it works for you, then it works for you. And that's the key is knowing yourself and knowing what works for you. For me, that wouldn't work personally because I like to think about decisions. But if you've made a conscious decision to say that that definite yes or definite no idea works mm -hmm. then, then run with it every human's different we're, we work differently our, our, our minds work differently our bodies work differently so if it works hey it does amazing yeah Sherrod thank you so much I really appreciate your time I know you're DJing in Mexico but uh, love that you took some time out for me DJing yet I do it tonight so right now I'm chilling I'm good I'm doing some emails and gonna have some fun today alright take care alright take care